0: of the Spirit, in the name of Jesus. When the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up the standard. Holy Ghost lift up the standard right now. Anything that is like a flood in the life of your people, let the Holy Spirit lift up a standard, in the name of Jesus faith in the church ourselves. Amen. Please remain standing for the reading of the scripture. I want us to take the book of Luke 10 and verse number 30. It's a parable of Jesus. I'm just preaching out of this parable. the short time that we have together I'm reading Then Jesus answered and said A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing They wounded him and departed leaving him half dead now by chance a certain priest came down the road and when he saw him he passed by on the other side likewise a Levite When he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring an oil and wine and he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, take care of him. Whatever more you spend, when I come back, I will repay him. May God bless the reading of this word. Father, thank you for the word. Amen. Now, can you you now love your neighbor? Say, neighbor, we're about to hear the word. Give them a good hug. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, all those single brothers, they took the hug seriously. Amen. amen. They're just angry for the hug. Amen. Can you give them another one more time? Amen. say, sisters, please give these hungry brothers a good hug. And you too, why are you also not married? You should also marry. Why should you wait for the hug in church? Let's be serious. Let's be serious. Please sit down. Please sit down. All those brothers who are not yet married in the above 25 see me after church. Yes, all you brothers, you are twenty-five, even twenty-four. You are not married. Why? Why are you doing that? It's a, it's a crime against humanity. The title of my message is the title of my message is on the Jericho Road on the Jericho rod. That's the title of my sermon. If you like to write titles and that is the title. I don't preach with points so you have to make the points. Yes, I just preached. Now, where we read, the Bible says Jesus answered and said. Some say Jesus answered. Jesus answered. Jesus answered. Jesus answered. I want to tell that Jesus is going to answer you today jesus and answering jesus christ somebody's answer is coming today in the name of the lord jesus jesus answered someone say jesus answered jesus. your prayers are being answered jesus. your thoughts are being answered amen. do you know that god answers our thoughts that is why you must think right amen when you say beautiful sister just think right say this one will be my wife you must just think right. Someone say thinking, right? Because God answers our thoughts. Yes. Bible says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all things that we might ask. Think think that means God answers your thinking. When you say a good car, think good things about it. She a good house, think good things about that house. You say a good church like this one. I think good things about this church. Because God answers thoughts. That's why you must not think wrong things. And think about, I mean, negative things. And think about death and think about failure. Think, right, because God is answering your thoughts. If you are going to school, think of having a first class degree. Because God answers your thoughts. Think about flying all the time. Think about prayer all the time. Think about success all the time. Because it's not only prayers that are answered. Even our thoughts are answered. Because God answers our thoughts. Not only thoughts, but God answers imaginations. That means what you are imagining. Listen to me. Imagination is an image in your mind that you are thinking about. An image is basically a picture. That means have a certain picture in your mind. This is what you call imagination. You are are creating a film or a a picture motion in your mind this is imagination. Then God says what you are imagining, God's going to answer. That's why you brothers must not just imagine a naked sister because that will not be answered. You must imagine powerful things happening in your life imagine you preaching the word of god in harare in zimbabwe imagine yourself going to london to start a church imagine yourself going to australia planting a church imagine you sing as you're singing your album is the best in the world imagine you being the president of ghana imagine yourself being the president of i mean of the reserve bank of Ghana. imagine something powerful imagine you giving one million dollars in the church because god answers imaginations hallelujah now look at them and say what are you imagining Look at the brother who's looking all the time, and you too what are you imagining? You see don't just see don't just see the wrong things all the time imagine the right things say so imagine the right things I I grew up poor I grew up I mean in a very uh humble environment but I always imagine myself doing what I'm doing right now. Preaching in the nation. Look at me today. I'm in Accra, Ghana. Preaching to you. Because it was in my imagination. I always thought about it. When I was going to school, in primary school, I did not have shoes. Not because there were no shoes, but my parents could not afford it. But I never saw myself there. I always imagined myself. Then God answers imaginations. Now unto Him is able to do exceedingly. Someone say He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we might think hallelujah or what you might ask asking I'm not talking about asking because all of us know how to ask the asking is okay but what about the thinking in the what in the imagination in fact God answers more our thinkings and our imaginations than our asking because sometimes our asking is also very wrong but I'm not on that. I'm just telling that God's going to answer you, and Jesus answered. So today I come and say Jesus is answering you. It doesn't matter what you are looking for from God; He's answering you. Some of you are looking for a job; He's answering you. Some of you are looking for a business idea; He's answering you. Some of you are looking for divine help. He is answering you. Divine association. He is answering you. Some of you are looking for healing. Jesus Christ is answering you. You are looking for a breakthrough. He is answering you. Whatever you have been praying for throughout this week, He is answering you. Maybe you want school fees. He's answering you. You want anything. He's answering you. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one whose I am and the one who have sent me. I, I come all the way from Harare to say that God God is answering your prayer. I say your giving is not in vain. I say your praying is not in vain. I say your saving is not in vain. I say what you're doing is not in vain because Jesus Christ is answering you. We save a God who answers prayer. Receive your prayer. Receive the answers your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you go to somebody else? Can you go to somebody else and say he's answering you? He's answering. He is not deaf. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, then he continues, the answer of Jesus was then a story. It was then a what? A story. Then he says, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. That's what it says, a certain man. Some will say, a certain man. Some will say, a certain man. Some will say, a certain man. Now, you see, the Bible, you've got two ways of speaking about people. There are people who are mentioned by their names, and there are people who are said a certain man. It's like the woman, the issue of blood, the writer never bothered to write the name of that woman. But there are other people like Mary Magadlin, they explain that this is Mary of Magadlin. Or this is Joseph of Aramantia. Or this is, um, Zacchaeus they were mentioned by name but there were certain individuals that were called just a certain person that means these people were not so relevant but I want you to know that today you are moving away from being a certain man or a certain woman to be mentioned by your name to be mentioned by your name we know Joseph because he was mentioned by his name we know that there was a man called Joseph or a lady called Esther or a woman called Ruth because their names were mentioned. You we are moving away from uh, from a life where your name is not known. Your name shall be mentioned in your department. Your name shall be mentioned in your department. Maybe you are starting to be a lawyer. In that law school, your name shall be mentioned. Maybe you are starting to be a doctor. In that medical school, your name is mentioned. Maybe you're working in a in a job. Your name shall be mentioned for promotion. I said for promotion. Not for demotion. Not for firing. Not for bad things. They shall mention your name. Someone said they shall mention my name. Say they shall mention my name. You shall no longer be a certain man. Someone said I'm no longer a certain man. Say I've got a name. I've got an identity. Say I shall be called by my name. When Joseph in the prison, they never said, well, we are looking for a man from... No, no. They said, where is Joseph? The name was mentioned. I prophesy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say your name shall be mentioned. I say your name shall be mentioned. I say your name shall be mentioned. mentioned." In your family your name shall be mentioned. You might be so young but nothing will happen in your family until they call you. They shall say, where is Kweku? Where is Kweku? And where is who? Coffee. Huh? Coffee? Coffee? Where else? Coffee. Huh? Coffee. Huh? Coffee. I cannot hear anything. Tafia. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you mention, they're going to call you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And they shall call your name in the name of Jesus. Yeah. They shall call you for elevation. Call you for promotion. Call you for good news. You shall be called to be ordained as a reverend here. Yeah. Ordained as a pastor here. As a missionary to Johannesburg. As a missionary to Singapore. Your name shall be mentioned. In the name of Jesus Christ. Some will say, I am no longer a certain man. My name is being mentioned. Yes. 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 All you ladies, they shall mention your name. That the sister Susie is a nice girl. Yes, 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 yes. The sister Grace. Yes. Do you know that when, you, when your name is mentioned as a woman, you must not be beautiful. Beautiful, being beautiful, it is for those who cannot be mentioned. You could be very ugly, but when your name is mentioned, yes. you become very Beautiful. Yes. I say you became very beautiful. Yes. I say you became very beautiful yes. because recommendation is more important than being beautiful. Yes. When your name is mentioned, yes. when the bishop says, "Do you know Sister Mary?" Yes. the brother will say, "Yes, I know." He says, "What do you think?" He says, "Oh, she's fine." Yes. Why? Do you know why? Because the name has been mentioned. Yes. What keeps you on the same spot is that your name. Is not being mentioned. When your name is mentioned. The Bible says that one day, David, his name was mentioned to Saul. He said, I want a young man who can play for me. And the servants of Saul, the story I'm, I'm referring to is, is in the book of 1 um, uh, Samuel, chapter number 18. There is a certain man in your kingdom called David. And when he was mentioned, then Saul said, bring him here. Bring him here right now. And David came. And when David came, the Bible says, when Saul looked at him, Saul loved him. The reason was because he was mentioned. So therefore he was what? Loved. So people who are loved are people who are mentioned. So I'm saying in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you are going to be mentioned and when you are mentioned, you are going to be loved. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what, I want you to look at this. When David was mentioned, he stood before Saul and he saved him from that day going forward. Now, David was coming from a very humble background. In fact, David was very unfortunate because David was, uh, was, um, was a, ca- a care of the sheep. Right in the bush. Nobody knew him. He was smelling the dung of the sheep, of the goats. Not even a girl loved this boy. And the parents also never loved their son. How do I know? Because when they, when Saul, when, uh, when Samuel was anointing them all, when you got to the last one, the parents said, well, tough luck, like, go somewhere else. They never mentioned the name of David. Can you imagine their biological son? They did not mention him. It was only the, the spirit of the living God that said, Well, there must be another one. Then the father said, Okay, by the way, You've got this small boy who is not so serious, But anyway, some less. Let's try. Hallelujah. But when he was mentioned by the spirits, His life changed. And he moved from that particular background And you stood before the king all the days of his life. I don't know where you are coming from and where you are standing and what kind of water you are drinking or what kind of soap you are bathing with but you are going to stand with the royalty in the name of Jesus Christ. You are shifting that, you are shifting your geographical location, where you are situated, where you are located. I mean, you are going to change your places like David. You're going to stand before the king all the days of your life. Doesn't matter whether you have forgotten or what happened to you, but you're about to stand in places you have never imagined before. You shall be in countries, shall be in plains, shall be in territories that you have never imagined before. Because when the Lord mentions your name, him, he's about to elevate you can I hear loud say amen yeah. okay, can i hear loud hallelujah yeah. can i hear a covid free amen yeah. can i hear a malaria free hallelujah yeah. look at the next your neighbor saying you it looks like he's defining you yeah. say so it looks like he's defining you yeah. now hear this hear this hear this hear this Brothers, a certain man was going from Jerusalem to Jericho. Now there's a problem there. Why? Jerusalem number one is the city of the living God. So Jerusalem is not just a city in Israel. You'll be there in the name of Jesus. You'll be there in the name of Jesus. Now it's not just a city. It's the city of the living God number one. Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 12 it, we've got a heaven, Jerusalem the seat, of, the seat of the living God where there's innumerable company of angels where there's the spirit of just men made perfect where there's the blood of sprinkling where uh, the blood of just Christ is speaking better things for us now this all describes Jerusalem, that means Jerusalem is a place where God is and where things are happening That's why when you read in the book of Psalms, you see that David speaks a lot about Jerusalem. He says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Because Jerusalem is also the house of the Lord. It is Zion. It's all one and the same thing. He said that this is where the tribes of Israel go. That's where the books of judgments are opened. And God attend to their matters. So Jerusalem represents all the beautiful things in the scriptures. But however a man was traveling away from Jerusalem, he was going from Jerusalem to Jericho. Now let's go to Jericho. Number one, we know that Jericho is a place which resisted Joshua and the people of Israel. There were walls around the city of Jericho and they resisted. Number two, Jericho was a place where there was bitter water. Remember the water that were healed by uh, the prophet Elijah, the waters of Ah, uh, that were bitter and there were miscarriages and all bad things, all those things happened in Jericho. And Jericho was a city that was cursed by, by Joshua. He said, If uh if anyone want to rebuild Jericho, let them be cursed and let their firstborn and the last die. So nothing good in Jericho, and, and the man who was blind, huh? The man who was blind, where was he sitting at the entrance of jericho so there was blindness and all manner of miscarriages and everything in jericho then the bible says a man was traveling from jerusalem to jericho i mean how can you move from where god is doing things to go to where cases are operating jericho rod that's why on the jericho rod I want to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that you must never leave Jerusalem to go to Jericho. Never leave the house of God to go back to the world. Never leave the house of God and backslide. Never leave the house of God and be somewhere else because the place of your blessing is the church i know many young people they start well they do well they serve in the church they're excited but they marry the wrong person who takes them out of church they get the wrong yes especially ladies Mm -hmm. it's not every nice boy who is a nice man there there are nice boys who are nice demons yes so don't, don't marry a demon in the, in the name of marrying a professional. He's got a good car. He's got a good job. He speaks good English. You lived your Jerusalem, my sister. You're on your way to Jericho where there's a case. You're on your way to Jericho where things are not working, where there are miscarriages, where, where you're aborting your destiny and aborting your future. Because everything that God wants you to have is in the church. It is right now here. Everything that you need in your life is here in the church. Can I hear Lord? lot of Say amen. Can I lord yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Now hear me. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 5, verse 4. It says God, when He chooses you, He brings you closer to Himself. Blessed is He who is chosen by the Lord. He has been drawn close. Drawn close. God has drawn you close to the bishop so that He can bless you. You are drawn close in the church for you to be blessed. You are drawn close to him for you to do well. But if you decide to go the other way and go to Jericho, oh my God. I said, oh my God. I said, oh my God. I said, oh my God. And all you brothers, don't look at the shape of the sister. You will find yourself in Jericho. You will find yourself with miscarriages you find yourself, I mean, where things are not working for you. Yes. And you wonder what has happened. I always tell people that don't worry with education. It is good, but it is useless. A degree is a piece of paper. Most of the people have got those papers, but it doesn't work for them. It is when God is on your side that the paper has got meaning. You can have a degree hanged on a wall somewhere and doing nothing about it and you can actually be a groundnut seller a tomato seller you can push the cart, I don't know if you push carts here you can push the cart with a lot of things inside of it because it's a paper what you need is God on your side, David says David said if it was not of God I tell you he was a warrior but if it was not of God David understood very well that whatever he became it was because of God Remember, he was killing lions in the, in the forest. He was killing bears in the forest, but nobody knew him. As mighty as, I mean, as killing a lion. You don't know lions in Ghana. I don't think there are lions. When you come to Zimbabwe, we have got lions. Real lions. I don't mean zoo. I say real lions. Yes. Walking around. Real. I mean, we have got some of the largest game parks in Africa, with the real lions. In fact, in Zimbabwe, got the, one of the largest population of elephants as well. About 140,000 elephants. Yeah? And the lions in their thousands. Now, I'm talking about that. This man killed lions. I mean, he killed bears. I mean, these were great works, but nobody celebrated him. Even though he had the skill and the competence, but it was never celebrated. That means skill and competence and articulation and niceness is not enough. Yes, it's not enough. It's not enough because everybody else can do what you are doing. If they are, if if you are, if you are graduating from the law school, there are many lawyers. You are graduating from social science, many. Preaching, also many. Many. Anything, many. If you think you are beautiful, many women are beautiful. (laughs) If you think you are smart, people are smart these days. So what do you need? It is God who has brought you close so that he might bless you. That means you must never leave the place of your blessing. As I shall do well in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall build your beautiful house in the name of the Lord. You shall buy a beautiful car in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say you shall be driving an air-conditioned car. I mean, you shall be looking cool and nice in your car. You shall be looking very important. If you're a lady, some ladies shall carry your handbag and say, "Mama, welcome." If you're a man, some men shall carry your bag and say, "Sir, you're welcome." Do you know why? Because God will help you. By the way, in Jerusalem, may you never leave your prophet in the name of Jesus say may I never leave your prophet in the name of Jesus because your prophet is for your profiting I say may I never go to Jericho may I never come here next year and hear that you've gone your way somewhere else because Jericho is a good place for you that's why John says I write to you young men because you're strong I'm speaking to young men here never leave the house of God never allow a woman take you away from God Never allow a Delilah to take you away from God. Even your family must ever take you away from God. Your father must ever take you away from God. Your mama must ever take you away from God. Nobody must take you away from God and from the church. This is the place of your blessing. So this is the place of your blessing. So this is the place of your blessing. Because it is not good on the Jericho road. The Bible says that as he was going to Jericho before he even arrived there, the demons of Jericho welcomed him on the way. The Bible says that he met thieves on the road. As you are going there, already you are being welcomed by thieves. And the Bible says in the book of John 10 verse 10, the thief cometh only to steal, to to destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy. That means only whatever the devil do on your way to Jericho is to destroy you, is to kill you, And to finish you up, it says he met thieves. Do you see it in the scripture? Are you seeing it? Yes, he met thieves. Met thieves on the way. Who now it says that the thief stripped him? I like that one of his clothes. (laughs) That means in the presence of God we are clothed. We are covered from nakedness. Now, nakedness in this sense is not being without clothes. It is nakedness in life. When you are naked in life, it means there is nothing that you do that becomes significant. You work a job, no significance. You marry Your marriage, no significance. You come to church, no significance. You run a business, no, no significance. Anything that you do, there is no significance because you are naked. I don't know you. In my experience, I've seen that sometimes you'll be in a meeting and somebody contributes a point. People say, hmm, mm, mm. Then somebody says the exactly the same thing. And everybody say, yeah, they are clapping their hands. Have you been there before? The reason that this person who said this the first time is naked has been stripped of their clothes. So what they say, I mean, I, 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 I've, I've seen people in the same... See, I'm a banker by profession. I'm a merchant banker. So we'll be in a meeting. And somebody gives a brilliant suggestion. And people hmm same meetings and somebody says i want to say that like this one said ah this is brilliant okay what do you do supervisor why i see supervisor up to now please do something about i mean they are recommending and promoting somebody else in the same not that there's a same the one who said in the first place is naked you know why he's naked because they've been stripped off his clothing so when you are naked, people are, you know, it is it is just absurd. Can you imagine, are you coming just naked? I mean, all of us who, you, you will be somewhere. It cannot happen. It cannot work. This, now, this is in the realm of the spirit that when you also move to, Jerusalem, to Jericho, you are also naked. You are empty. You are not closed. And people, I mean, you are looking somewhere. You are looking funny. Nothing is happening. Because you are not clothed. That is why you must be in, Je- in Jerusalem where you are also having some spiritual clothing. As you are being laid hands on and you are being anointed and you are receiving mantles, you are receiving graces, you are receiving coverings, you are receiving anointings, you are receiving graces. Some people say, I am receiving in the church in the, say, in the name of Jesus. Say, I am receiving in the name of Jesus. Say, I am receiving in the name of Jesus. Say, I am... Now, not only was he was he... I removed of the clothes he was also wounded wounded wounds stand for pain and bruises on that way that's why i'm saying don't go that way there's pain there there the heart breaks there frustrations there disasters there wounds there don't make a foolish decision now hold the ear of a single a single lady a single sister and say please don't make a foolish decision now all these brothers who are single hold their two ears and say you because i've got sons in the church who made it wrong and they left the church and their life became so miserable i say so miserable because they left the place of their blessing the place of their clothing they are moving all around naked i mean I am, and making new sense out of their lives that's why i'm warning you seriously that you must never go to the place where you'll be wounded don't follow your eyes I said don't follow your eyes yeah. there's a brother who's was looking holy I said tell him don't look don't follow your eyes yeah. as you are pretending to be holy I said don't follow your eyes <laughs> yeah I know that I know What takes people away from God? is these things. No, bishop, he's so nice. He's an angel. When he speaks, he's calm. Say nonsense. Nonsense. Since when has devil been nice and sweet? (sniffs) That's why Apostle Paul said, all you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Now, I want to ask you a question. We, we, we raise chickens in Harare. We call them broilers. I don't know what you call them, but you call them broilers? Okay. Alright. Now, if you see a chicken farmer is raising broilers, feeding the chicken, giving the chicken water, vaccinating the chicken, waking up in the night. In our place, it's very cold this winter, like July is very cold. We give them heaters otherwise they die because of the cold now do you think this is love for the broiler yeah. eh, that I'm, I'm spending electricity on, on the broiler yeah. a vet on the broiler yeah. eh, I'm working up for my broilers do you think it's love yeah. do you think it's love yeah. what happens six weeks later? Yeah. So as he's taking you out for lunch buying you coffee I'm holding your hand and you're busy shaking your batop you're going for a slaughter my sister six weeks later you'll be in the frying pan Do you think it's love? He's looking at your breast. You are drinking the coffee. He's looking at your you are drinking the coffee. He's taking you in his car. He's taking you to Jericho. And you are watching. Don't be foolish. We are waiting for you in the cell group. You are not there. You are saying I'm busy with the work. You are following girls. Stupid boy. We have appointed you. You are the shepherd here. The bishop is counting on you. You are buying girls' coffee. Shoot boy. Six weeks later, you'll be in the refrigerator. You'll be slaughtered. Don't go on the Jericho road. Yeah. Go and tell your brother. Say, don't go on the Jericho road. Yeah. The Bible says that <laughs> when he was stripped, robbed, and wounded, he was left half dead. That means he was not dead but half dead. That's why some of you are very cold in the church. You look very diplomatic. Yeah why you are you half dead you cannot have your quiet time you can't pray you can't fast you can't give you can't tithe you can lead a cell group you can do nothing you are half dead do you know why you are on the jericho road yeah coming to church does not make you a christian yeah. it makes you a church karma. Yeah. you cannot even say amen yeah. you can't even stand up as i am preaching even yeah. there are condoms in your pocket and you are sealing the church yeah. you're half dead so you're half dead and you sisters also yeah. You go on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning. You are coming to church. You are half dead. That's why I can't lead a cell group. That's why I can't win a soul. That's why I can't pray. Because you are half dead. You are on the Jericho road. Can you come out of that road in the name of Jesus? Oh, yes. I said, oh, yes. Look at the sisters. Sister, don't remove your pants. For the wrong person.
1: <laughs>
0: if I said, "Look at you! Look at you! A small, small girl. You are removing your pants. You are removing your bra. Being naked, not married. You, I will slap you." <laughs> Slap you. Slap you. <laughs> <laughs> pizza, pizza. Huh. you are so young and you are so tired. <laughs> they are praising God. Here, we love you. We need you. And you're sitting down yeah. Huh? because Friday you're on it, Saturday, you're on it. Sunday morning, you're coming to church. You are powerless. <laughs> don't be half dead. So don't be half dead. <laughs> when you say, let's in tongues here. Your tongues are like ah what kind of tongues is this one? So what 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 your tongues are like Banku Teshi, Banku Teshi, Banku Teshi, Banku Teshi. What kind of tongues is this one? What kind? What Teshima dinner, Teshima. What kind of tongues is this one? You cannot pray in tongues. Come on, you must. You you must. Don't be half dead. Tanks must be real tanks. Mazibra Kuducia Weke Toko Mahako Nila Bahako Imbarito Muyendea Zhaila Kakuriako Toko Mahambo Imbaritoya Ambruchiaka Dume Lakom kadume to Sahanko Mahando Ia Leko Toko Rama Hando Times must be real Don't be half dead and your praying say Jesus Mm. mmm there's no mmm here Jesus and you are praying you are praying very well don't be half dead Christian be involved in the church do what the pastor is saying you must be doing I mean win souls but how can you win people that you are sleeping with he's on top of you how can you win him we must introduce a phone inspector division in the church to see what's on your phone yeah. as I am preaching you are watching pornography yeah. yes
2: yeah.
0: yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean you are saying you have been to Marriott to hotel you who paid for you yeah. at your age yeah. a school going girl you are paying Marriott to hotel from the way. From the way. I said from the way. You want to see what's on your phone. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Now, look at these characters here. It says in verse number 31, now, by chance, a certain priest came down to that road and when he saw him, he passed on the other side. You see, the priest is like you. The Bible says you well, are his royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. Called out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's the book of Peter. Now, the priest came. He saw this man. You'd expect that the priest would do something about it. But they said the priest did nothing because the priest was at it last night. You, see, you cannot serve when you are not saved. So the priest looked at the guy. Bible says he went on the other side and he continued. I want to ask you a question. Why do you leave people on the other side as you're coming to church? You're leaving people all over on the other side. Your friends, you're leaving them on the other. Are you looking at them going to hell? You're looking at them doing the wrong thing? You can't open your mouth and say, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I believe in Jesus. Come with me to my church. You live in a hostel. Six of you. And you know that you are the only Christian there. But you have never opened your mouth. In fact, nobody knows that you come to Love Economy Church. In fact, when they speak against our church, you are also, you are also quiet. You are saying, God have mercy. Come on, open your mouth and talk something. And say, this is my church. And this is my pastor. I go there. You must born again. Why are you quiet? You are half dead Christian. Oh, this church, they want money this day, and you are also quiet. Or you are saying, Yes. And I mean, you are half dead. The priest saw the man in need and he went on his way somewhere else. How many priests in the church who are going on the other way? You are leaving people who are dying, people who are desperate, people who need Jesus Christ without sharing Christ to them. How many? I'm telling you, a Christ, a big city. So many people who need Jesus Christ. You can play your part. But you are not the only one. The second one who came was a Levite. You also did the same. And Levite, these are the workers in the church. A real worker in the church. We are leaving people everywhere. In your office. Even your boss is making advances on you. You are saying, no sir. No sir, don't touch me. Tell sir you are going to hell. But the way you refuse it's like you are liking. You are saying no, sir, but you are going to the sir. Your chest is, is your chest is advancing to the sir. You are saying no, sir. And you are de- I mean, your sir must be, your no must be clear. Sir, don't touch me. I'm born again. I'm a Christian. If you conjure like this, you are going to hell. Do you not? Do you, need Jesus, right now? Say kneel down. Yeah. But look at you. You lift your skates. And I say, no sir!" but you're lifting your skates. <laughs> Don't be a Levite. Go and say Jesus Christ. Yes. All those boys that they love you. Don't know I say, I love you too. Yes. So where can we meet? Say, on Sunday morning we meet. Where? Give them the appointment. What time? The time. Bring them church here. After church, say pastor, this guy says he loves me. But I think he loves Jesus more than me. Can you, can you help him receive Jesus Christ? You are helping, you are helping, you are helping somebody. You are helping. Don't give them the wrong number. Say, I will give you my number. I'll give you my name. Where do we meet? We will meet on Sunday. Tell them the place you are going to meet. Yes, Sunday. But it's too early. No, don't worry in the morning. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. When you meet, say, okay, what do we do before we see each other? Let's go to church first. I go to church and bring them to church. When the altar call is made, they don't respond. Don't worry. After church says, I want to introduce you to my pastor. So this guy says he loves me. But I think his life is a small. Lead him to Christ. Hand, hand him over to a shepherd. And let them be born again properly in the church. And, and don't, don't, don't look at them and say, this is See, Don't look at them and say, This is a dirty sinner. And you are moving away from them. No, they are looking for something that they do not have. Their appetite of love is in Jesus Christ. So lead them to where the love is. Lead them to Christ. The last person that they met is is what we call what we refer to as the Good Samaritan. The Bible doesn't say he was a good Samaritan, it just says he was a Samaritan. But I I love what the word of God says. It says, when the Samaritan saw him, it says he went to where he was. He went to where the person was, as the two groups were running away from this individual. The way went where the person was. You and me were sent to go to where the people are. We're not sent to this building. We're not sent on the chair. We're sent to people who are struggling outside, heartbroken, in disease, in sickness, in drugs, in all manner of pervasion. I don't know in Accra, in our city, there is a drug problem right now. Eleven years. 12 years, 13 years, 14 years, completely wrecked by drugs. That is a problem. So what must you do? Go to the place where the people are. Jesus says, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. And you see where he went? He went to ridiculous places. There was a woman who was a real prostitute. A real one. Yes. Because he he's described that, how many husbands you have? He says, I've got five. Jesus said, you, you said well. So Jesus Christ was, I mean, was speaking to a real prostitute. Yes. Well, we'll look at prostitutes and say, well, this one they are going to hell. Lord have mercy. But he went to where the, prof, the prostitute was and he gave the lady life. She's not the only prostitute. Mary Magdalene was also like that. Givered of seven demons, living like that. But Jesus Christ always went where the people were. We must never be so sanctimonious, so holy, so engrossed in ourselves that we're looking outside that who is next one to be saved? Who is next one to be born again? As nice as you are, you could be there if somebody ever came to you. Yes. Oh yes. I can tell you for sure that if I was ever saved, I was going to die of HIV and AIDS. I know for sure. Definitely. But I had to be saved just because I was born again when I was 10 years old. So it was good for me. If nobody came for me, I can tell you. I don't know, but I know how. Because I, my father drank beer, my brother drank. So I was going to be drinking beer and have money and being so handsome like the way I am. Aid <laughs> straight. Straight. Imagine a merchant banker. Aid straight. You say, but somebody to come for me. And today I'm standing here and I'm well. There are people that you must go for. Bring them to church. Let them save. Be born again. Be that Samaritan who is going to people to bring them to Christ. Bring them, bring them to salvation. We must never be contented, satisfied about us being born again. Be zealous for Christ. People will give you a compliment. Don't just say, oh, thank you. Say, you know what? Thank you, but I want to tell you something you might not know. I'm a Christian and I believe that Jesus Christ has made me to do what I'm doing right now. And use that opportunity and that platform and that space to share Jesus Christ. Don't look at people and say, well, tough lucky." Something might happen to them. No. Go to them. Listen to me. Jesus Christ is still saving people. But he needs you and he needs me. He cannot do it without you and me. As powerful as he is. That's why Jesus Christ has to be born by Mary. God is so powerful but he still needed a woman to bring birth to Jesus. He cannot save until you go and do the work. Otherwise God is limited. God is limited. In that sense. But unless a man rises, that's why it says, "I looked for a man because God works with men." When He was about to take Israel out of Egypt, He still needed Moses. Why didn't God do it Himself? Because He can't. He needs a man. You are the man that God is looking for. The work here is big. The vision is great, and men are needed. Somebody told me something that really, you know, helped me to understand. The set man here has got a big vision, but he cannot do it alone. Do you know how many people are required to assist one person to reach the summit of Mount Everest? Do you know how many people are required? Just take a guess. A guess, don't worry. 100, okay. 10, 80, 30. I guess, 40, 80, it's actually 200 people. 200 people, they assist one person to be on the summit. Without those 200, you cannot, you not make it. That means a lot of assistance is required to do great things for God. Nobody can do it alone. Nobody. Even God can't do it alone. He needs people. He needed Moses. He needed Aaron. He needed all these people. Jesus Christ, it's the same. 12, come, follow me, I'll make you. He could not do it alone. So be part of these ones who are making it happen. Be involved. A Christ big is a nation. Be involved. Be involved. The university, They told me 100,000 people, that's a city. In fact, in Zimbabwe, more than... More than five or so cities were well, less than 100,000. One university. But what are you doing? What are you doing? As a neighbor, what are you doing? Oh, alright. Let me just finish it in two minutes. Is that alright? Three minutes? No. He said that Samaritan had compassion. You cannot do the work without compassion. Compassion just means love. Have the love for God. Have the love for the people. Have the love for the pastor. Have the love for the work. Have the love for the church. Hallelujah! Say so love this church. I say love this church. I say love the house of the Lord. I say love. This. You must just love this place. Just come. We are coming from work with your beloved. He said, "Let's meet in church." Say, what kind of outing is that one? What kind of dating is that? What is there? There's nothing. Let's just be there. We like church. So we like it. We like it. Say, we like the church. Yes. Like it. So also, Bishop, make a coffee place for them so that they can drink coffee here. Yes. And muffins. I don't know if you like tea like us. We drink a lot of tea in our place. And muffins and all these things. Let them eat them in the church. We love the church. We want to hang around in the church. We are church people. Yeah. Yes, our life is church because we love God. I mean, we are fanatic. I mean, what, what, listen to me? The people who love politics, they are the young people like your age, they are wild with it. Yes, they've got their own clothes, everything. And the people who love football. Huh? Asante kotoko. What is it? Kotoka. Yeah, Kotoko. Yes, we used to play those kind of teams and they were beating us, by the way. Yes, and you see their they are supporters. They are. Yes. So why are we quiet? We have injected us with, with, with normalness. No, 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 no. We are, going to be, we are going to do 20 times more. Yes. 20 times more. The Bible says when Daniel was stopped from praying, he was stopped. He so said that's when he opened the doors of his house. And it was more wild. More. Say more. Yeah. Right. What was I saying? Saying that compassion. It takes you love. Love love God. Love God with all of your heart, brother. Love God. Love God. I say love God. Love the word of God. Love the scripture. Love listening to messages of the prophet here. Love listening to the word. He's a fine teacher, this man. Yes. Fine teacher. Fine. Yes, fine. Listen in your car. Listen in your office. Listen everywhere. Love. This, this love is going to help you do the work. What makes us do the work is love of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. If we, if I'm not talking about church, then I'm quiet. I don't have any others. My wife always tells me that, yeah, you cannot have a friend. I say it's true. Because I can't speak about politics. Yeah. Can't speak about anything else. I speak about football two minutes and I'm done. The next thing I'm talking about, mega churches, winning souls, discipleship, what the way they're saying. I mean, even if I'm with her, I said, Oh, you're looking nice. Yes, what about this about church? It has to be about God. (laughs) (laughs) I love God, though. Even God knows that I love Him. Oh, yes, you must also love the Lord. I said, you must also love the Lord. The same way you were loving parties and dancing and booking and clubbing. Love the Lord that magnitude. Don't be decent in the, so people are surprising. You were, you were in nightclub and everywhere before you got saved. Now that you are saved, you are saying the church is late, the church is long, yeah, Friday, I can't move on the night. Ah, since when? say since when i say since when yes. i say since when, yes. say, since when? Yes. Say, since when? Yes. you knew how to lie that you are going to your auntie and you are going to labad beast all night. Now that you are in the church, you are now a holy saint. You cannot move after six o'clock. Nalaya, Nalaya. Be a for Jesus Christ. Hey, you knew how to lie. Hey, I'm going for extra lessons. Oh, I'm going, I'm going for studies. I'm going to do this. There's a funeral. There is this. You knew how to organize all these things, but you cannot attend a camp. I will keep. <laughs> love the Lord. Say love the Lord. <laughs> 34. So he went to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine and set him on his own animal and brought him in. Now, here these things that are here. Number one, so he went to him, bandaged his wounds. That means there is healing that comes from the church. But the church cannot heal; it heals through you. We are healing lives. We are healing destinies. We are healing broken-hearted people. There is healing in the church. If you come, you are broken-hearted. You have been rejected, dejected. Unwanted. There is healing in the church. There is healing. The only place where there is healing is here. Everywhere else, there is no healing. There is wounding. There is pain. Remember, this man was wounded on the Jericho Road. But this, when the Samaritan came, when you came, then healing came. That means wherever you appear, you are bringing restitution. You are bringing restoration. You are bringing recovery. You are an agents of healing. Can I allow this? Amen. Amen healing of wounds then he poured oil and wine number one there was wine do you know what wine stands for he took the wine and he said this is my blood We are healing the world by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are taking the blood to Accra. The blood to the world. The blood of Jesus Christ. He gave him the blood. Listen to me. You are not just a believer. You are a distributor of the blood of Jesus. He gave them the wine. Some will say wine some will say wine. some will say wine. so don't go there and smile speak about the blood of Jesus Christ don't just be afraid the blood of Jesus Christ when people are sick the blood of Jesus Christ people are tired the blood speak the blood everywhere don't allow the witches to be in charge and wizards to be in charge even in your hostel speak the blood there are people in your hostel who are wizardish don't be afraid they are young beautiful wizards and witches. Don't be afraid. Speak the blood in their ears. I declare the blood of Jesus in this hostel. Their professors also are wicked. Declare the blood. Let not are wicked the blood. He took the wine, the blood. Speak the blood. The Bible says we've got the blood that is speaking better things. And use the blood to speak better things than your mother's things. Your father's things. Your uncle sinks. My my mother never entered a plane all her life. So my father. Nobody. But I've entered in that thing more than 150 times. Maybe 200 times. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Say by the blood of Jesus Christ. Say by the blood of Jesus Christ. And they overcame him by the blood. So overcome by the blood. Number two. Oil. All is the Holy Spirit. Psalm 92 verse number 10. You shall be anointed with fresh oil so oil is the holy spirit be anointed be young but anointed be a lady but anointed a man but anointed a banker anointed lawyer anointed doctor anointed teacher anointed pastor anointed be anointed with the holy ghost don't just be there receive an anointing anointing is received or caught as we hear the messages of the house and be anointed be anointed to be a banker be anointed for business. Be anointed for your cell, your church, your branch. Be anointed for your life. Even for your marriage, be anointed. Shall be anointed with fresh oil. Today, I receive fresh oil in the name of Jesus. I say fresh oil in the name of Jesus. Don't write boring theses that nobody likes. Fresh oil to research properly, to think properly, to bring fresh ideas, sellable ideas marketable ideas. It is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Do you know that the Holy Spirit works on your mind to make you sharp? When I look at this building and what, this, what is happening, I can see the sharpness on our bishop here. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. I know, I, I know a lot of ministers who don't have a building or who have a building that looks like hospitals. Because there is no sharpness. Which comes by the Holy Ghost. Can't you see this is a world class facility? I said, can't you see? How many can't you see? I, mean, I said, can't, can't you see? Say, open your eyes. Oh. I said, look at the carpet. Look at the screen. Look at the ceiling. Look at the lights. Remember your village. That there were only candles. Now you are under lights. And you are pretending that it is normal. Say, be civilized though. It is the oil of the Holy Ghost. Receive fresh oil in the name of Jesus. The last thing that I want to say, he says that, um, I like this one. I like this one. He says, he took, then he, he poured oil and wine. He set him on his own animal and he brought him to the inn and took care of him. Okay. Number one. He took him on his own animal. That is transportation. Number two, brought him there the inn. That is the church. Took care of him. Shepherding. Transportation. Church. Shepherding. Transportation or busing. 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 He took him. Not somebody else. Him on his own animal. Transport. We cannot do the work without transporting people to church. Yes. Yes. One time, one time I was preaching this message in the church. Some nice pastors of mine, ha, they said, Pastor, what you're saying is true. They pointed around the woman and said, do you, do, you say, do you know this lady? I said, yes. He said, this one was organizing us to, to bank. Use the word bank. I don't use the word to run away from work. Three o'clock in the afternoon. The lady, you organize all of them 16 in, in, a, in where they were working, hire a, 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 a trotro, take them to a party, and they were drinking. And the sister, when I looked at her, she looks like an angel in church. She can't even kill a mosquito. Very quiet. I says, but she was organizing them. So that, that's that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. But as you are looking like you are an angel, you are fantastic. You were organizing girls in the past. But you cannot organize a, a small Uber, a small taxi, a small thing. What, say what kind? Say what kind? Yes. Organize transport. Bring them to the inn, the church. And he says, take care of them. He said, don't dump souls in the church. It is your responsibility. To make sure that your convert is established in the church. Don't say, Bishop, well I brought 10 but they are not in the church. It's not his job. It's not his job. Do you know his job? Acts 6 verse 4. We shall give ourselves continually, continually to prayer. And the minister of the word is on the mountain praying. You are on the ground routing souls. Don't give him your job. You lousy believer. Wow you want him to go to a visitation, what are you doing when he's he's doing the visitation? You are busy watching porno? Soft porno? Hard porno? Huh? What will you be doing when you want him to go for visitation? Let him pray being on the mountain. But you take care of the flock. Have a book. Have a register. have, Have something. You are taking them by the name. I saw John. I saw Mary. I saw Kweku. I saw this one. I saw Nana. You are taking them come sunday your own transportation your own animal bring them to church take care of them to the inn and lastly he says he took two dinaries. the last verse he took two and gave them to the innkeeper and says take care of them whatever they spent i will pay denarii is money you can never save god and be poor You can never save God. There are are two dinaries. Dinner is money in the hands of the anointing. He says he took it to the innkeeper. The innkeeper is the pastor. So the shepherd here is holding money for you. But the money is not cash papers. The money is in the anointing. As you are in the inn and taking care of the sheep. And doing your job. And you are spending money. Show them the scripture. The last verse. He said there are two denaries in his hands. You cannot be poor and save God. You fly all over the world. Your children will go to good schools. Yes. If you hear my children speak, you think they are Americans. Even myself, I can't hear what they are saying. I have to ask them, say it in Sean our language for me to understand what they are saying. How did this is a hand? I don't know what they're saying because they are going to good schools, expensive schools. Because I mean, I am serving the Lord. You cannot be poor. So you cannot be poor. You cannot be poor. You cannot be poor. There is prospect here. There are multi-millionaires here. Your tithe is in millions. Your tithe is in billions. There are there are MPs here. Governors here. Presidents here. Big businesses here. There are powerful ladies here. Powerful ladies here. Yes. Sit like this woman. In, in, yeah, all of you. Yeah, sit like here. This is how powerful people sit. Cross-legged. Uh-huh. Yes. Come and see. Look at her. You, should, you will be like that in the name of the Lord. So you'll be putting on your legs like this. When it's offering time, you just say, okay, Ashas has come and collect offering from me. See, when the offering is big, we come for you. We'll give you room service. We don't mind. We'll come proper, proper to you. Yes. Hallelujah. I release the grace of prosperity. Money. Money to you. I believe in God that one time a person will give me one million. I've received tens of thousands before. Cash in a not transfer because in our place there's not nothing like a money in banks. Cash. Yes. Someone gave me 15. Someone gave me 9. Cash. Cash. 14. Another person. I'm telling you. Cash in a plastic. We call them plastic bags. I don't know what we call them here. Yes. Cash. It is a grace. It is a grace. My bet there's somebody brought me a brand new E350 Mercedes Benz. One person. I don't know for anything. Just preaching. God has got money in the anointing. So, as I'm saying, all I'm saying is that you cannot be poor as you are serving God. You'll be surprised. Just give yourself five years. The house you'll be living in, you will be in place and say, how, da, how did I arrive here? I sometimes ask myself those questions. How did I arrive here? I remember my background. I remember all the problems. I say, how did I arrive here? I was working in Paris one day. How did, I, how did I arrive in Paris? I was in London one time. How, how am I here? It is the He said, There is nothing in the world.
2: But we don't have so many rich in But one of the richest guys was a church. It is still there. See, a small economy like ours, to produce a billionaire, that's a million. it's very small. Maybe probably five or six times smaller than yours. But you see, it's
0: not like in all those things. See, Jesus never said just go and do the work no no he took the money This, thing, whatever they will spend that means whatever we need the buildings we need the cars we need the air flights we need the food we need the school fees we need everything that we need is in this thing is what we are doing our money is in this don't be deceived it's not your hassle it's not your work this is your business. It's anointing. Sell tomatoes anointed, you build their house.
2: Sell eggs, sell eggs, anointed. You build house.
0: I mean, do normal things. Do normal things. God will bless you. lady in our church, the one who me the Mercedes Benz. I prayed for her. He said, You are going to receive million-dollar tenders. two months later up your hands. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word.
2: God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.